Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everybody, welcome to the fourth episode of uh, Talk of Trash with Young Custodian. I am Young Custodian. Once again, joined by my one of my best friends in the world, somebody I consider a brother, my buddy Billy. Billy, what's up, man? What is up? I can't believe I'm on uh, another episode so soon. Yeah, you're the first uh, repeat guest. I am. Uh, I am honored. I'll just put it, leave it at that. Well, I want to tell you before we get into what we're going to talk about, because I already talked to you a little bit about what we're going to talk about. I want to tell you originally, I was I was going to have my cousin Derek on this episode. Oh, okay. But um, with uh, it being uh, AEW Revolution this Sunday, and with uh, some wrestling news, I wanted to do another wrestling podcast, and that's not who he he's not a wrestling person, so. Of course, yeah. I, I give him some time because I want to send him some a little homework. I want his reactions on like some death matches. I want to send him, so I want him. To oh, read. that's cool. Yeah. So, oh, so, so Derek's the one that you're gonna do that with. He's the first one. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna. That's I'm gonna, gonna be interesting. He's the first one. I talked about doing something like that with uh, last week's episode with Harper. So, yeah. uh, um, but this, I. One of the first, did you watch that Vince McMahon, uh, Pat McAfee interview? I did, yeah. I, I watched as it uh, was live, yeah. I just watched it today. Uh, and I, I'm this is gonna be my honest opinion, like, because I yeah. really want to talk about this for sure. Vince McMahon's cool as fuck, <laughs> like, yeah. I hate saying that out loud, but. He has some swagger for being 75 years old. You see, like, the uh, the kicks he was wearing? Yeah. His, it, he was just roasting Pat McAfee. <laughs> <laughs> Michael <laughs> Cole. They were talking about, like, Michael Cole's 25 years in the business. He's like, what a horrible human being. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, it's, just, it's, in, it's cool seeing Vince McMahon in, like, real life. Yeah. But, like, if I had to hear the word stupendous one more time, I was going to cut my fucking head off. Yeah, I can't believe they uh, they brought it up like that again because that's all you hear on SmackDown anymore. Yeah, just shoehorning that in. Like, what? they're all about taglines, it seems like. And, like, that, that very phoned in and choreographed, you could tell. But I think the, the best thing about that whole entire podcast, and I think something that Pat McAfee actually does really well with his podcast is he uh, – he humanizes the the person who's there and it's very rare that we get a humanized vince because almost every like this was his first live podcast in 15 years they said yeah and almost every other podcast is someone trying to um i guess just get under his skin and try to i guess topple as as much as they can and this one Mm -hmm. was just a very basic humanizing Vince McMahon learning a little bit about his backstory. It was, right. it was weird to, to watch, but it actually kind of made you think that Vince was a, a genuinely cool guy. Yeah. Like, like, and I'll talk about this guy later, but Vince McMahon, like just it seems like just as a person, personality wise and swagger way cooler than Tony Khan. Yeah. Yeah. Tony Khan seems to, uh, he just tries the, I guess tr- he tries too hard. I yeah. noticed I mentioned try twice in there, trying to relay what I was saying. I was like, yeah, he just tries yeah. hard. Like that's yeah. Nice. He's, and Vincent Man is just like, 
I'm Vizic. He he. I'm Man, he even he's, uh, said that like he's not a he, normal human being. Like yeah, he, he workout. He talked about fucking working out at from one a.m. to like three a.m. because he just doesn't sleep. And he's like, yeah, I bench about a thousand pounds a day. Like just normally. Like what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> yeah. He said. He said there's like eleven plates. On on each side, and I was like, and I think that was a squatting. Yeah, he squats. Yeah, I'm squatting. Like, yeah, I'm like, how? I yeah, can't even count without hurting. Vince, uh, I think it's true what Pac was saying about uh about Vince though. He's definitely, I think the the general consensus is that he's like not human. He's a robot. But uh, much like Vince said about Brock Lesnar, Vince is also a one of one. I don't, there's no one out there like Vince. There's no one else out there like Vince. Like he is a legit machine, and it's cool to see like uh, the real life Vince man come out like saying he has just about any learning disability. There, yeah. like as somebody uh, myself who has a learning disability, hear that from the evil billionaire that is Vince McMahon, and that's just wild to me. And then you get the genuine reaction of Vince McMahon asking Pat McAfee if he wants a WrestleMania match, and you see Pat McAfee general emotions toward that like he's like this 15 minutes of this interview i don't even remember because yeah. wrestle at wrestlemania yeah it was uh it was fun to kind of see the interaction i liked that they they were just real with it leading up to vince coming on i don't know if you've seen uh parts like of the show prior to vince coming on he he was talking about Vince coming on the show from the very opening of the show, which it's a it's around a four hour show, and from yeah. the opening, he was talking about Vince coming on, and they even asked AJ Hawk and the boys and all of them even asked Pat McAfee about the rumors about this Vince coming on. Are you guys going to be starting an angle? Is this what's all the stuff that I'm hearing all around? If uh, if this is going to be you know, is, is, is Vince just going to come up and punch you in the face or what's going on? Is Awesome Theory going to get involved? Like, what's happening? And Pat right. genuinely was like, I don't know. I've, I've seen those rumors. I've read those rumors. He goes, that's a first to me as well. Um, he's like, I he goes, I'm just scheduling this as a normal interview. And to see a normal interview happen, no angle took place. It was a legit Vince coming in and just asking him, uh, would, how would you like to wrestle on WrestleMania? Yeah, and like us as us as fans, like the the uh, the the curtains a little pulled back. Like there's dirt sheets and everywhere and everything. But and with the dirt sheet, we also know, and with wrestling, the card is subject to change, and they work like things change like day of. So yeah, those rumors like of Pat wrestling, like you can't know that until it comes from the horse's mouth itself, and so. Pat, like us, just took it as rumors, and then you saw his genuine emotion when Vince was like, "This is what I want to propose to you." Because he even said it was during, like, he was going to have it. He wasn't expecting that. He was going to have the boys ask questions, and he said, "Well, let me interrupt you for a question yep. for a second, because I want to thank you for having me on here." And you, who the fuck hears Vince McMahon say thank you? Yeah, he never does. No, like, and then he goes, "I want to thank you for having me on here, and I want to, you know, propose this to you." And he even said, "This is." <laughs> Won't be bigger than when you play for the Colts. Yeah, Pat. Pat was like, "Uh, I don't know what to do. Should I get a pen or something? Like, what? What am I doing?" <laughs> Take your seat. Take your seat. <laughs> it's so cool. It was so cool. And like, I hate saying that because this man, in like, in wrestling eyes, like for lack of a better term, this man is the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, 
Like, he does some crazy shit. But, like, then you just see him, like, realistically, like, hey, I'm actually cool. You even saw a little bit of his old man when they were talking about uh, when flexing. He he flexing. He said, what? Did I flex? I didn't mean to flex. Like, <laughs> that was yeah. so sweet. It was yeah. so genuine. And, like, it was, was, I thought it was such a good interview. And Was there anything in that interview that, like, genuinely kind of, like, surprise you or you didn't know um i off the top of my head uh all the 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 death threat they yeah. all like all of them getting together to try to kill vince mcmahon and him yeah. just going if they kill the president if the president could get killed it should be easy to kill me and him just still going about his day like he said a death threat is just a death threat. Like I couldn't live my life like that, knowing people want to kill me. Yeah, I was gonna say the only thing that really surprised me, or something I didn't know about the interview, was the whole uh, the story about uh, being in the bathroom stall and like Jr. was hired five years early. And was like, oh yeah, I just forgot to tell you these guys were these promoters were <laughs> gathering in a bathroom talking about how they were gonna kill you. <laughs> yeah, and he and also to hear Vince McMahon talk about poop humor, like. He, you know, Mother Nature calls, and you just think of Jr. Yeah, as, like as far as I know, like Vince has always found like toilet humor and all that funny, which is the reason why he gave Natalia that farting gimmick. He loves farts. He He's loves it. Child. Yeah, loves it. And we all—it's it's cool to hear him go like, "Oh, I didn't actually. My dad didn't give me this company." Like we all heard the stories, but like he bought it from his dad and like if he couldn't make those payments his dad was just gonna take it away like yeah. he did that with nothing he sold everything for wrestlemania one which if you yeah. look back at all the old wrestlemanias wrestlemania one if you compare it to like wrestlemania three or six any of those it's not that great but the fact that that helps spearhead mcmahon to the psychopath genius man he is today and yeah he's just such a cool interview and there was an absolute ton of matches on WrestleMania one two, mm-hmm. and 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 uh, for all that, heck, mm-hmm. it wasn't even about to be called WrestleMania. It's going to be called the Colossal Tussle, the Colossal, which is yeah. hilarious. Which, yeah. like, I think they named a, a house show of Andre the Giant and King Kong Monday after that, didn't they? Uh, I'm not sure. I know they they did end up using it as another name. I just don't know the show that they used it on. Right, I think it was that, uh, but who fucking knows? The internet would tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> um, but that was such a cool interview. Uh, did anything stick out to you, or any any stories you you heard from that, or interactions stick out to you that you liked hearing? Uh, really, the only thing that really stuck out to me, and uh, I guess just burned my brain, is the how many times uh, Vince McMahon utilized if I got hit by a bus today. Um, oh yeah. Uh, it's one of his favorite, uh, uh, I guess, sayings. But uh, he said that the the one thing that he would want to do, if he had like one second, he would just want to say thank you, and to no one in particular, just to everything. It just just thank you to everything. He said because he appreciates life, and that was when I was like, all right, yeah, Vince is pretty chill. He's you know humble, humble. So he's humbled, yeah, which is. Wow, to me, and like it, when they even mentioned uh, uh, Vincent Man and like WCW and a- they even mentioned AEW, and he's like, "I'm the rare human being that like competition. I like yeah. being 
to the edge. I like that. So yeah. that's kind of um, given, in a way, it's kind of giving props to AEW. It's making him like, if it makes me feel like I have competition, that makes me go fast and furious all the way, go all out. No yeah. Like, so it's cool to hear that side of him because even Pat says everybody wants to paint Vince McMahon as a bad guy. Everyone yeah. wants to paint WWE as a bad guy. But like, in this interview, it's just like competition is what competition is key, and you providing me competition is only going to make both of us work better. And I love hearing that. Vince is Vince is scary when there's competition as well. Vince he is, he's not afraid to push boundaries. He steps up his game. So the best WWE content we've ever gotten is when not only when there's competition outside, but it's when Vince decides to have competition from the the inside as well. So, Correct. Heck, the, what some consider the greatest era of wrestling, the Attitude Era, it came from the Monday Night Wars where he had competition with WCW and those folks down south. What do you think is the best era of uh, WWE? The best era of WWE, in my opinion? Yeah. So it changed because growing up for me, it was the Attitude Era because who – isn't going to say the attitude there growing up. But then you go back and rewatch this thanks to the network and the Peacock and all that shit. Yeah. With every stone cold you had, you also had a fucking Mark Miro match that nobody cared about or a fucking a woman being degraded on every episode. Or- I, I told my wife one time, I was like, if you go back and just pick any random Raw from the Attitude Era, I guarantee you what you're either going to have in that match is you're going to either have like some sort of hardcore no or no disqualification or every match is going to involve some sort of run-in or outside mm-hmm. interference, right? That's, exactly. That's going to cause a funky match. So we went on the network before it was Peacock. It was, this was a couple years ago. We just picked yeah. a random raw and every single match had some sort of outside interference mm-hmm. or a, or a run-in that caused like an, or like the distraction that caused a uh, ending of a match, every single match. Every yeah, match. which is why, like, I don't, I can't consider the uh, uh, Attitude Era the best anymore. Like, it did it make stars? Yes, but then you have that. It's more like a they, bold and a beautiful you're they watching. They a bunch of money, too. Like, but if, if you bought a money doing that, yeah. Bunch of money, but, like, it just wasn't quality. Hell, X-Pac yeah. and Blackface? Come on, man. Yeah, during the, uh, the DX, uh, the DX Nation, Nation. Domination. But if I had to pick a best era, you said... It's going to be uh, probably around between 2000 and 2008. Yeah, my my, I think the best era in WWE for me personally is the Ruthless Aggression era. Ruthless Aggression type, yeah. Yeah. Those, that's like, I, I like to call that the workhorse era because everybody was working their ass off with the storyline. Great, yeah. Well, you also them. had good characters. I mean, you also had even like Chris Jericho during that time. Yeah, you know, but he was there. That could wrestle too. It wasn't yeah. just about, you know, headlocks and arm drag. There was wrestling, like there was good chain wrestling. There was good characters involved with good wrestling. Heck, the yeah. Undertaker's best years were when he was older and like with that match with him and uh, Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy in the ladder match, yeah. Yeah, like all the that shit. In the ruthless aggression era. Ruthless aggression. The 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 John Cena and Brock Lesnar, the Randy Orton's, all that came from that era. Like uh, the John Cena, Kurt Angle, ruthless aggression. That shit. <laughs> yeah, Kurt Angle, um, Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero's. I mean, was all that ruthless aggression era. 
that, that very underrated uh, era of wrestling. The WrestleMania 20 moment with Eddie and Chris hugging at the end. Both people never supposed to make it. Chris yeah. Wall winning, beating Triple H and Shawn Michaels at a fucking WrestleMania. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, and honestly, all of WrestleMania 19, the entirety of WrestleMania 19 was fantastic. It's one of my favorite WrestleManias to watch top to bottom. It's so good. Yep. Um, well, with that, I'll be talking about uh, good wrestling. This is going to be a shit segue. Uh, <laughs> feel about uh, on AEW Wednesday, Tony Khan came out announcing that he is now the owner of Ring of Honor. Yeah, I don't know how many people really saw that coming. I mean, there is a bunch of rumors about it possibly being, you know, uh, he he's got that deal done with HBO Max they've been trying to do for a while. Um, I, I I thought it was going to be that, right? I assumed it was going to be a, a, the HBO Max deal. I didn't yeah. expect that. Yeah, this is... This is exciting because there's a lot that you can do with it. I know the the big reason is acquiring that uh, tape library. Yeah, um, that's like the main reason for it. But uh, now I know reports have come out. I haven't looked into it. I don't know if you know this or not. Um, acquiring Ring of Honor, did he acquire the talent contracts as well? I am. Not, I haven't seen anything about that at all. I haven't. Yeah, heard that. I see like a few. Um, like links to reports uh, about about it, but I I didn't go into it. I was too busy trying to get down here uh, in time for this. Um, uh, last minute shit. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, it, it's it's massive. I mean, there's a lot of ways you can go with this. Um, you, I, I, what I've been hearing is that they're gonna try to use it as like a developmental like type area. Yeah. Um. So pretty much the the equivalent to to uh, WWE's like NXT. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um. You're going to have. I I have a a feeling you're you're gonna continue to have your guys like Jonathan Gresham and I I would put money that Jay Lethal is gonna be back there. Yeah. Um. You know, there's there's going to be there's going to be a lot of fun stuff coming up with Ring of Honor, and it's going to also be backed by someone that has a lot of money, like Tony Khan. So has a has a lot of upside. Right, and you talked about uh, I'll, I'll touch on that in a second, but you talk about the extensive library about him owning that. Yeah. Um, I listened to a podcast uh, today, and this guy he used to work for WWE, and he was talking about how Vince McMahon had a spot ready for when he bought out the Ring of Honor contract. He had a spot ready for the Ring of Honor library. Like he was ready to buy them out for years because he has this guy worked in WWE in like the 2000s, like the mid 2000s, roots of the Gresham type era. Yeah. And Vince yeah. was ready back then to buy the Ring of Honor library. So the fact that Tony Khan is now the owner, especially after, you know, they basically quit, you know, Tony yeah. bought it. Like, um, that is a big get for I say AEW and like for the wrestling world. That's just history changing. And if it is like a developmental brand and stuff, which would be great, I think you do take your Jay Leeshows, you get your John Greshams, you have some older talent up there. But then you take a lot of that talent, like that we see on Dark and that we see yeah. on Rampage, 
and then you put that there, and then you have a place for the lower talent, yeah. and then you have, and then you got, you can finally get all this overcrowded big names that you got, and you have a place for everybody. Yeah, that's overcrowding in AEW. I would say that's the biggest issue with AEW. It's a, it's a bloated roster. It's a, new, it's a new person every week, and it's great. But like, if you if you got this Ring of Honor thing now, that means you can potentially there is a place for everybody. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a massive get. It's because uh, I know they were talking for a while that AEW. Uh, Tony Condom saying they weren't going to add like another show. They weren't going to extend Rampage past an hour. Um, so I, it was just like, how, like, how are you going to feed all these wrestlers enough time? And it's not like it's it's wrestlers that don't really like deserve a lot of the time either. You have you have guys on your roster like you know like Brian Cage and Christian and a whole bunch of these guys that's really not getting any type of wrestling time, let alone Christian, a lot of screen time. Christian hasn't had a singles match since his Kenny Omega match. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It's There's a lot of people that legit deserve time that just doesn't can't get time because of the fact that they have so many people on their roster. And then you right. think about they have more people that's, you know, you're hearing that they're going to be si- signing. Like you have guys like Isaiah Swerve Scott, who uh, I heard is supposed to be, uh, you know, yeah, looking at AEW. You have a possibility of Wyndham. He's officially assigned. Signed. Yeah. Uh, Swerve is officially signed to AEW. Is he? Yeah, I just heard him on a, that same podcast. They, they interviewed him, and it was oh. a wrestle. Shout out wrestle. I don't ever hear. That's, yeah, that's massive. Yeah. So yeah, so if that's the case, I mean, where like how's he gonna fill up time? You know what I mean, like. Especially when you're like you're, because you got Kenny Omega who's going to be coming back. Like, just think, man, all this time right now, Kenny Omega hasn't been on TV. When he comes back, how much time are you going to have to give him for TV? This is the first AEW pay per view coming up that Kenny Omega is not a part of. Yeah, which I don't think that's going to be the case. I think I definitely don't think I he's. I think we're going to see Kenny Omega on this pay per view. Let's hold that. Let's hold that thought. I'll be there in a minute. Yeah, so uh, what are you going to do when Kenny does inevitably come back? You got to give him the perfect allotted amount of time, which I think they are building up to that pretty good. Yeah, but then I mean, with heck, just a recent signing in Keith Lee, he's not even he just got put on AEW this last week just to say, Hey, I'm gonna have a squash match on Friday, which is yeah, yeah. I mean, he didn't even have time on dynamite, I mean, right. Match. They, uh, the debuting Buddy Matthews was reduced to a pre-record this week. Like, yeah, I mean that was with I think all of House of Black too. All of House and Black. House of Black is currently in a storyline. You know what I mean? And yeah. they didn't even have enough time to put them on TV. I don't. I'm looking here, and I don't even think they have a match on they Revolution. Don't. They don't in in the middle of a storyline. Yep. So they they do got a overcrowding thing, but if they do. What we talked about with this Ring of Honor is yeah. they, and they even it out, then they have a place for everybody. <laughs> well, I mean, let's think about it too, man. You have, you have a match that's on Revolution, that for me, like yeah, like it's gonna be a fun match to watch, but it could have been bumped off for you know for an actual storyline match. 
you have a, a match with it's a it's the six man it's a hfo versus sting hardy and sammy guevara like right you have, a, you have a match that's just kind of there but you know, that, that's like that could be taken out of the uh that is that that's on the pay-per-view right that's on the pay-per-view yeah yeah, that could be that could be switched for on Rampage for the uh, the dark uh the, the dark order not dark order fucking uh, House of Black House of Black and the Death Triangle feud because that's an actual yeah. story. This Fact. is the the AH, AHFO has been nowhere since it started. Like nobody's invested in this. And why is Sammy with Sting and Darby when that he's still technically um inner circle and the only few people beefing in the inner circle are the puerto ricans and jerica yeah like a lot of it just to me is just thrown together uh just yeah. because it, it would kind of be a fun match right? right um and you have to have an like i don't say you have to have but like it you kind of need that Sting presence to kind of give Revolution an even bigger name. You know what I mean? So you already got like CM Punk and you got uh uh wait, is no Brian, I don't even think Brian Danielson, right? He's not even hey, let's, oh let's, yeah, Heaven Moxley. That's right. That's Moxley. Right. Let's just get right into the uh pay-per-view. Let's yeah, let's let's, let's, I'm, I'm we're gonna do a prediction, do our predictions. I'm gonna run down the list. And I'm going to start with the, uh, what do they call it? The buy-in? Is that what the they call it? yeah. We'll start with the buy-in because there's one particular match that I'm really excited for in the buy-in. Uh, okay. And that's Hook and QT Marshall, man. I, I I I hope this is the squash match. And I hope Hook just murders this dude. <laughs> like, I love I'm a hooker, man. I'm all in on Hook, dude. He rules. So this pretty boy coming out to Action Bronson has just been Debo and everybody. Like, I love yeah. this guy. Yeah, and the fact that he takes uh, his dad's suplex and uh, not just suplex, but suplexes. And he's amazing at him. He's um, a good training for sure. Yeah. Now, did I care for him suplexing the hell out of uh, was it Bear Bronson? Or was it, I think it was Bear Bronson. Yeah, um, I didn't really care for that because he was throwing that dude all around. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like that. Um, I, I, like I do the, like his gra- ground and pound, like submission style. Yeah. That's awesome, but uh, I I don't know. It's Hook's, Hook's, Hook's awesome to me. I love Hook, but I mean, come on, dude. It, there, Taz was different, right? Taz had like a different body size to Hook. Yeah, yeah, and Hook is just lean muscle, pretty boy. When it comes to a big man, he can't be throwing him around like that. Yeah, Taz was like a small boulder, so you could kind of, yeah. you kind of get behind Taz, like throwing people around. Mm-hmm. And he had that attitude about him. Hook is just kind of, uh, I don't know. I don't think you should be throwing around boulder like that. No, or bear, uh, bear Russell. But I did like the in that match, particularly when he was n- the the no sell he did. Yeah, uh, with the driver. Yeah, that was a good homage to his dad and Hawk from the Road Warriors. I really yeah. enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Um, who you got in this? Hook. Oh, QT. Hook. Okay. <laughs> if QT Marshall wins this, I'm I we riot. Right. That should be in my eyes too. Shout out to. All right, Layla Hush and Chris Stratlander. Um, 
I'm hearing people thinking Chris Jadlin is going to start showing shades of a heel at this. Do you? That's what I keep hearing. Like, I don't see it happening at all. I yeah, I don't. I don't see it happening. Chris is a that's part of uh, best friends. Yeah. Still. Um, that's what I. That's what I was saying. I, I saw it in the groups and on Reddit and shit. Yeah, and I don't see Chris as doing anything bad. She's like she's speaking true to her. Yeah. I mean, even though some of the stuff that she's saying can be taken as like, you know, uh, something that a heel would say. I mean, she's she's an alien. You know what I mean? Right. This is like, how she's gonna talk. How are you gonna and like she's booping people on the nose? Yeah. Unloving. How are you gonna heal that up? But is she gonna win? Is she gonna beat Layla Hirsch? No, I got Layla winning. I got you do. I, yeah. I got I I got Chris Statlander winning just because I don't know. I'm not a big Layla Hurst. Le- well, yeah, thing man, the buy-in. I think you got Hook starting off strong. I think you got to get a heel win in there. Um, also, Layla Hurst has literally been the target of this entire thing. Layla Hurst hasn't been throwing anything back at Chris. She's just been wondering why Chris is coming at her, like talking about how. Chris Tyler's been shooting promos about how this is the reason why uh you know your your family abandoned you and put you up for adoption mm-hmm. and stuff. And Layla's like, I, I don't get why you have to do this. Like, just get the camera on my face, let me wrestle. Uh, I think Chris has done a majority of the selling for this match. So I think Layla's going to come out on top. I don't think it's the it's the end of this feud, but I think uh, oh, Layla wins. Yeah. If you end a feud in a buy-in, that just shows how appreciated you are in the company. Yeah, right. And I don't think it'll be the end of the feud, yeah. which is why I got Statlander winning. I got Statlander winning because it's just only going to piss Layla Hirsch off more that she couldn't get that W. Yeah, that, I can see that. Uh, so this next match, that's just this ain't in any order because, you know, wrestling. It's, but this next match is uh what's just listed off the wikipedia page yep. it's got usually in my eyes this would be the i'm gonna go take a piss and get a fucking another white claw out the fridge match but that's the next that that's not this match because this, the match following that i think is going to be that one so this match is jade cargo versus ty conti oh, conti Ooh. yeah i don't i don't Jade's gonna win. I don't care about this. Yeah, match, but Jade's I do like Cargill. I don't care about your little karate kicks line. That shit was good, but this match is gonna suck. Yeah, Jade's winning. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Jade. I think she has the potential to be mm-hmm. really, really good. I just don't think she's there yet. Um, I think she's still, uh, I guess what wrestling insiders would call green. I don't really like using that term due to I'm not a wrestler of any sort. Um, I think she's still young in, in the business. Uh, I would love Ty to win. Uh, yeah. Ty Conti having the championship, she could also play a uh, playoff of Sammy having the TNT championship and then being a couple. Um, they could do some cool things there, but not Jade. They firmly have the rocket strapped to her. Um, the The only way that she's losing that title is uh when she uh she goes after the actual AW women's title. I think look, I, I'm not a big fan of Jade either. I think Jade is not a good fit for AEW, but I think she's the perfect fit for a WWE or an NXT. You know what I mean by that? 
Yeah, she has. You don't have to rely technically on your wrestling skills. It's more about your body presence, the character. Yeah, like like when uh, Eddie Kingston said, "This is a wrestling show. This is not a sports entertainment show." I think Jade is a would be a better sports entertainer yeah. than she is a wrestler. You know what I mean? Fact. But she does have the look of a champion. She's got all that, and that's why I think. I think she's going to win. I think Ty is an inevitable title holder, but I don't think they're going to let her take it off of Jade. Yeah. Uh, the next match is what I like to call the bathroom break White Claw match. Okay. The AHFO, Andrade, Cassidy, Cassidy versus Sammy Guevara, Sting, and Darby Allen. My problem with this match is, why are all three of these guys teaming up when literally Isaiah Cassidy is in a tag team with yeah. like a partner partner? Mark Queen, yeah. Is, is, is this where is this where Jeff Hardy comes in? Do we see Jeff Hardy tonight? No, we don't. No, I don't think we do. Okay. But um, um I think he still has a he's still technically under contract. Right. Okay. So okay. I don't think he can even come in until Dynamite of next week. Okay. Okay. Never mind then. Yeah. Fair enough. Um. The uh. There's, there's no way HFO wins this, right? No, I don't think you're seeing anyone of Sammy Sting or Darby taking a pinfall here. Uh. Uh-uh. Um, yeah. I think, I think we spent more time on this match than needs to be. If you ask me. Yes. Sting and Sammy and them for the win. I don't, yeah. I think the only one who looks good out of here. I think I honestly think Isaiah is only here to take the pinfall. Uh, yeah. Matt isn't going to take a pinfall because Matt's they're going to be building him up for the Hardy Boys reunion. Andrade's definitely not taking a pinfall. Matt's going to walk away like he's been walking away from private party yeah. this whole time. Uh, next match, I'm, I'm done talking about that one. I'm over yeah. it. <laughs> too much on it. All right. <laughs> Uh, next match: Jurassic Express, Red Dragon Ooh. versus the Young Bucks. This, uh, this, but uh, this is—they know how to do tag matches in uh, in AEW. They really do. And I, this is a hard one for me to pick, but because I like everybody involved here. So who yeah. are you picking? And uh, Jurassic what? Express to retain. Yeah. Yeah. I got that too, simply because. I think that, that this is just going to build the uh, uh, Red Dragon and Young Bucks elite versus undisputed undisputed era feud, aka possibly Paragon. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Honestly, I don't think that that feud also needs titles. No, it doesn't. Yeah, that's that, a that, selling that, point on its own. It's more like a blood feud more than a title chase. Yeah, in uh, it's our cooler friend is cooler than your cooler friend. Now here's a here's the thing, man. Um, I think this whole entire thing needs, like, I I think all of it just needs a blow off. Um, mm-hmm. when it comes down to, I guess, a certain a certain storyline, and I know yeah. one, I guess, hasn't been, I guess, relevant for a while, but I think the relevancy is slowly kicking back in with what's happening. Yeah. Uh, we've seen a lot of Jay White here recently. Yes, right? we have. So I think at in some sort of way, 
I don't think we'll see it. That, you know what? I'll I'll hold off for later because I think we'll see something late, later on. But yeah, Jurassic Express is going to retain here. Um, I think Jurassic Express too. Yeah, I I think uh, like I said, I don't think Bucks and Red Dragon need a need a championship at all. No. Uh, so yeah, and, we'll just leave it at that. And I think um, honestly, when it comes to Jurassic Express, what I'm most excited about this is. The inevitable Luchasaurus hot tag in and all the kicks he's been. I, he has I, some I, of the best hot tags right now. I love the hot tag. It's it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, yeah his, his hot tag's good. Um, also, I'm kind of excited because I think uh, I think Jurassic Express is going to go into a feud with uh, House of Black. I think so too. So I think we're gonna see uh, what I what I would like to see. Is um possibly Malachi and and Brody versus uh Jungle Boy and Lucha, and then maybe even spin off a uh, a Christian versus Buddy Matthews. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, Terry I think that, you know Jurassic Express is so happy go lucky. Oh, 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 and then you yeah. have the yeah light versus dark. It'd, it'd be huge. Um, what could be one of the many matches of the night? Because there's a okay. couple on John Moxley versus Brian Danielson. Oh my God! This is gonna get bloody for sure. Holy crap! They're gonna be now. That's the thing. Do you think so? I mean, they I really did say do. bleed together. Like I get that, but do you do you think? Because I think the blood's going to, I think the blood's gonna be saved for for the the dog collar. Yeah, it could be that, but like I. I can't. I I don't see why they wouldn't like. I mean, when they say bleed together, bleed together, like it does imply that, but maybe they're <laughs> talking about it in a more literal sense. But like, you gotta think they're both brawlers, Daniel, and yeah. technical. But I mean, if a slip happens, a slip happens. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the case. I, I'm not saying you know that uh, it it, it won't happen. But, but inevitably it's gonna happen in the dog collar. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. All right, who you got on this one? Because I oh my god, dude, I don't know. Um, Danielson has been, um, and I guess in his major feuds, been picking up a majority of the losses here, yeah. like eating the losses. Um, uh, I think. Do you do you have Moxley? You know what, man? I'm actually gonna go with Brian Danielson winning this. All right. Um, and the reason why is due to I think the only way that John Moxley joins up and does anything with Brian Danielson would be if Danielson beats him. Because mm. I don't think Mox, I don't think Mox would ever join anyone or fight alongside anyone. That could that, that he beats. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. All right. Well, you kind of swayed my. I was going to say John Moxley, but I I do kind I do think they Brian Danielson because of what you just said. Yeah. And when they start teaming together, they I don't know. It's like if you think of it, it's kind of like the, the uh, AEW's version of the two man power trip. Then. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the Triple H and Stone Cold. Yeah, so honestly, yeah. yeah. Okay, Brian Danielson. Yeah, that's just yeah. the way that I see it. That's just the way I work it out. Because other than that, if you're just going 
purely based on who just will win in general. Like I, I couldn't choose, so I have to go storyline here. Yeah, story, then yeah, storyline. I guess and and yeah, I fuck it, Brian Danielson. Cool. You, you, you changed my mind. All right, we gotta keep moving. Yeah. Uh, Jericho versus Kingston. Who you got? Uh, I uh, this one I I don't really know either. Um, I got Kingston. Yeah, Kingston. Kingston, he he's not won a single pay per view match yet. Every pay per view match he's had though, it's always been a banger. I don't expect this one to be any different. But I think unless some Jericho fuckery happens, I think Eddie Kingston's gonna win this, and Jericho's gonna shake his hand, and then because he said if you beat me, I'll shake your hand, and then Jericho's gonna do something like I'm for Jericho, like he'll kick him in the dick or something like he shakes his hand. Because he in Jericho's Ooh, mind, that's, that's what, in, in Jericho's fucking uh, January sixth mind, he thinks that's what the fans want from him. And Kingston was saying he wants that old Jericho that Triple yeah. H hated and stuff. And Jericho would definitely kick you in the dick if that was mm-hmm. the case. Um, I mean, and that could also pay into uh, he shared a a, a fist bump. Mm-hmm with uh proud and powerful mm-hmm. uh, dynamite and said uh you know i'll always have your back whatever it is very well could be chris jericho going heel yep. um ooh. but the thing is does he just turn heel in the match and pull out a, a way to, to cheat to oh he could do that end? too so um, what do you think i i'm gonna go with jericho i don't I, I don't know. I just I'm not into I guess not choosing Jericho on a major pay per view. That's fair. That's fair. All right, gotta move this along quick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Keith Lee versus Orange Cassidy versus House Hobbs. Ricky Starks versus Wardlow versus either Christian Cage or Ethan Page, depending on who wins the match today. Yeah. Uh, I I have Wardlow winning. I, it's got to be Wardlow, right? The yeah. Storyline. Yeah, I don't really think anyone. I think other people are going to get storylines out of this match, yeah, um, based on interactions and stuff. I just, I think the only one that's going to be, I guess, uh, the uh, the major storyline coming out of here is going to be Wardlow going after Sammy Guevara and the whole Wardlow MJF feud. Yeah, if so. if 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 what you're saying happens, maybe the House of Black is the reason why Christian Cage doesn't win it, or if he gets in, if he beats him, yeah. Yeah, he's going to find a storyline out of this. Dan Housen is going to show up and curse somebody. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be good. We're going to get a Keith Lee powerhouse Hobbs Wardlow moment, which goddamn so much. But I, I yeah, Keith Lee and Powerhouse is probably going to have some sort of storyline coming out of this. Yeah, uh, so. Doctor Break Brit Breaker DMD versus Thunder Rosa, my bitch. I love that one of the reasons why I started liking women's wrestling again. Thunder Rosa. And this is for the women's championship, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, I here's the thing, man. I I want to I want to pick Thunder, like I mm-hmm. want to, but the most recent word is that she's uh she's wrestling injured. Yeah. Um, I guess she got hurt on Dynamite, is what I've been rating. Oh no. So um. I don't know what kind if they're gonna have like if she's gonna push through like a long match or if she's legitimately hurt. 
are they just gonna have a shorter a shorter match? Um, I so with that being said, I I'm not sure because I could see them putting a title on and then being like, hey, she you could just say she got injured in that match and would have to like relinquish the title or whatever. But um, just to because Britt Baker's run I think is getting stale. Yeah, that's why I want Britt Baker to win. I mean Thunder Rosa to win because what what after that after that what. Like if she loses the title, you could have her just be the heel, have her involved with Adam sometimes. Like yeah, but yeah. with the injury thing, well, I'm still I'm still picking Thunder Rosa. Before. I just don't really know where Thunder Rosa goes. I mean, her her stuff with maybe Mercedes Martinez maybe turns on her. Um, I don't know, man. I I just think there's more that you can get out of Britt Baker. I I think the Jamie Hader turns is still is still coming. Um, I am going with Britt. Britt Baker. All right, we'll split on that one. The dog collar match, CM Punk versus MJF. Uh, CM Punk's, I got him winning. I got Wardlow um, coming out and then act like you're going to help MJF and then not helping him. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you kind of have to do that. Yeah, I think Sean Spears will maybe do something that, you know, try to get involved. I think Wardlow will stop Sean Spears from getting involved and then... You like how he stopped Sean Spears from ruining his Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I think uh, he'll he'll ha- let uh, Sam Punk, you know, do some of the MJF all board those stands and watches. Mm-hmm. So Sam Punk, we both got Punk. Yeah, it's gonna be a, a bloody mess. It's gonna be a good bloody storyline. MJF be- is going to bleed profusely. MJF is gonna. It, 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 he's already a main man. This is gonna push him further. Fact. Fact. Nobody loses this one. Yeah. All right. Good. Uh, Singles match for the AEW World Champion, Hangman Adam Page versus Adam Cole, baby. Who you got, doggy? Yeah, um, I How have, you I have Hangman. Uh, I just don't think it's time to take the title off him yet. I don't think mm-hmm. Adam Cole needs it yet. I think Adam Cole's storylines, regardless of who he has surrounding him, is going to be carrying. Uh, not only I don't think just AEW in general. I think it's you know. I don't think it needs a, a title. Um, yeah. uh, also, I do think that Adam Page's run has been kind of lackluster. Um, uh-huh. I wish that they would do something a little bit more. To... No fault of his own, or is it AEW, or is it all on Adam Page? I, I don't, I, I don't know. It's I think Ad, I think AEW's storyline wise has been trying. I mean, they they put him in debt like Texas Death matches. Mm-hmm. Shit like that. I just, I don't know, man. Like the matches are fine. Like when he's actually in the matches, just the stories leading up is just kind of dull. On Dynamite, we had him in Justin Silver and who was it, Alex Reynolds? Yeah. The Not man. Justin Silver. Sorry. That's a comedian. John What's Silver. John Silver. Him, John Silver, and Adam, who was that? Alex Reynolds, Alex Reynolds yeah. Uh, the, I the, swear the, I watched the product. I swear I, but they had them versus uh, Red Dragon and Adam Cole. Like, we don't need, we don't need to see those match. We don't need to see I, them match. I didn't want to see Adam Page and Adam Cole even touch prior to this. No, you don't need to see that. That's very WWE of them. They're, you could, they could have still done that. Uh, duct tape them and fuck them up spot at the end if it was just the Red Dragon boys versus. Them and at the hey, end of the match, came out to try to yeah, help. We could have still saw that. We could have still done all that. I don't, but I don't like 
when a pay per view is coming up, we see the main event in a tag match together. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, like that. yeah. Um, I think that in some way, I think the Bucks are gonna come out. Are we seeing Kenny? Are we seeing Kenny? Um, I don't think during the match. I think we're gonna get him after everything's over. I think we're gonna have a. So what's gonna happen? I think I think the young bucks are gonna come out. To, uh, I mean, not, not bucks, right? It's gonna be the red dragon is gonna come out to try mm-hmm. to help Cole. Okay, something's gonna happen. Young bucks is gonna come out to try to, uh, to try to I guess like one up, uh, red dragon because there's gonna be some sort of thing that's gonna happen that's gonna reignite, especially in the tag team match, right? Yeah, between red dragon, Matt Jackson, and him. Young mm-hmm. bucks are gonna come out and get into it with red dragon it's going to cost um it's gonna cost cole cole's gonna be like what are you guys doing like blah 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 we're sitting on the same page he's gonna turn around probably eat a buckshot lariat something like that and he's yeah. gonna lose that's gonna cause a, a blow up afterwards they're gonna be fighting in the ring i think kenny omega is gonna come down uh, make his return and pretty much uh look at cole and be like you know, I like I trusted you to keep all this together while I was here. Like clearly, like you can't do that. Blah blah blah, whatever. And it's going to cause um, it's going to cause friction. I think what's going to happen. I think Red Dragon is going to attack Kenny. Um, and I think Cole is going to probably try to like super kick Kenny, whatever the case may be. Try to hit him with that. And I think as they go to go leave, I think what we might end up seeing is Jay White standing on top of the ramp. Uh, like watching the whole thing, and possibly what well, I this is my fantasy coming in here, right? Because mm-hmm. I think you could, you could just leave it at that. I think you could yeah. just leave it as Red Dragon and Adam Cole leaves the ring with Kenny and the Young Bucks like lying there, whatever. I think you could leave it at that. Um, but my fantasy just get an entire just blow off, just kind of maybe you could work this and do the the whole thing because everyone's in america right now yeah um have uh gorillas of destiny come out with see but jy already turned on impact Mm -hmm. turned on gorillas of destiny so that's why like i don't think it would like really happen but like i said fantasy wise you would have gorillas destiny there Uh, because i don't really know who jay white would come out in uh with besides chris bay right now he doesn't really have anyone else he Um, did him and Kenny have keep you. Uh, you know what? I could see Jay White coming out while Kenny and him's doing stuff, and Jay White coming out and hitting uh, uh, the Blade Runner on Kenny. Okay, yeah, I can see um, that. Or or Hangman. I mean, he could do something with Hangman for a little bit, what like as well. But I would rather it's, I'd rather be Kenny. But, well, what if after a hard fought match, you know, Kenny's out there. And he's, you know, he's helping Adam Cole. But shades of when Kenny, you know, became the leader of Bullet Club, he hit, hits Adam Cole up into the uh, oh, one way and hits them. And the yeah. uh, Red Dragon tried to stop it, and they eat a super kick uh, party from the Bucks. Yeah, like no matter what, I think this is ending with instead of Hangman having something involved, I think it's going to be. I think we're gonna see, you know, something. The return of Kenny is going to happen. That's just yeah. what I see happening. Um, I think, and in general, I just I think it's going to be one of those two factions ending the show standing high with the other two 
uh, but what, I guess with the other three, uh, you know, out like out in the mat. Um, I think it's going to be, I, I, I think it's going to be Kenny and and the Young Bucks probably laying on the mat um, with uh, with Adam Cole and Red Dragon because they're they're the better heels in this situation. Yeah. Um, so I think they will get the upper hand. I think Kenny and them will probably be like face first, and it might just be, I think Jay White just because I think Jay White's gonna have something to do. Yeah. Right? There's no reason bringing him on these like shows and then just like not utilizing him, especially when he came out to help like Adam Cole and Adam Cole's been talking about Jay White and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Adam might uh, have Jay White, you know, hired Jay White to mess with Kenny, hit him with a Blade Runner. And I think mm-hmm. that just might end up to get one more match out of Jay White. I think we'll we'll might we're gonna end up getting uh, Jay White versus Kenny Omega, and then after that you'll see Jay White like exit. But, okay, yeah, and then that turns into the Kenny Omega Adam Cole. Yeah, like whole big fiasco. I just don't think you have Jay White here this entire time, like in America, and you and have him know. wrestle one thing on Rampage against Trent, and have him in one backstage segment, and then that's it. You know Especially I mean? in oh, in in Impact, that's the storyline he's kind of working with right now is killing the Bullet Club. Yeah, exactly. So, and I think what better way than uh, you know, especially with Kenny Omega being the one to kind of re have everyone kind of like rejoin everything with when it was him, the Young Bucks. He got the Good Brothers back together with them and like all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, why not take out Kenny? You know what I mean? Right. You're, so, you're killing all these people that you got together. Now let's take out the head. Like yeah, the, exactly. So I think Jay White will be involved. Um, like I said, I don't think it'll be like a major storyline with Jay White. I just think he'll he'll wrestle one match against Kenny Omega and they'll call it. And still, you're AEW World Champion, Hangman Adam Page. Yeah, and it sucks, man, because like at, Hangman's just kind of like an afterthought in this whole entire thing, right? With, yeah. Which, cause like I, I love Hangman. I he, I, and I love watching him wrestle. I get excited every time he wrestles, and all of his title defenses have been fun, okay, or great. They've not been bad. Yeah. But the story builds. It's always not. It's always the afterthought. He was the afterthought in the Danielson uh, yeah. feud. Fact. The Danielson feud. I said this on my episode with Underwear. The Danielson feud was who wrestled Kenny Omega longer. That's why yeah. they were feuding. Like. Um, but he, but he's all those matches he's been in were great. It just the stories haven't been great. But I do think he retains, and I do I do think some type of fuckery with Adam Cole, the Bullet Club, the Elite. It all gonna it's all gonna come. Yeah, because those you gotta think those are the top top stables from separate eras. You had the Bullet Club, you have Undisputed Era, you have Elite, and they're all tied together. Yeah, exactly. Um. As we, we're, I'm about to end it here, but I want to give you time to promote. What have you been doing? Uh, you, you, what's new in the world of you? What do you got to promote? Drop the shit right now. Um, I mean, again, uh, I do a lot of uh, like wrestling posters and edits and stuff. Uh, I work on custom edits as well. So if you need posters or anything done, just hit me up at uh, Real Billy Edits on Twitter. And mm-hmm. also, I am now doing custom T-shirts. Um, so, uh, if you guys need any t-shirts made for anything, whether it be, uh, your, your logos or bulk orders, whatever it may be, you can always come to me. I will, uh, I will make all your, uh, your t-shirts, hoodies, 
hats, mugs, whatever it may be. And you can find that um, on Facebook. It is uh, Ross Family Tees on Facebook. That's Ross Family T-E-E-S. And on Twitter, it is uh, Real R-F-T's. Real R-F-T-E-E-S. So. Awesome. And I'll put all your links in the description and shit. Yep. So people can go to them. Uh, thanks for ta- being on, man. And nice talking to you. Yeah, man. Thanks for another episode. It's been fun. You'll be on countless more. Uh, everybody, say goodbye to my best friend Billy. Uh, y'all, this is everywhere now. This podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you find your podcast, it's on there. I, I got it everywhere, Billy. Which means there's no reason not to listen. Yeah. So listen, like, share. I swear, not every episode is going to be about wrestling. I promise you. Next week's going to be a fun one, and uh. Also, I had a little donate button. Uh, help the cause. Donate to me if you want to. You don't have to. And give me a rating and review on iTunes because I hear that's what everybody's talking about nowadays, rating and yep. reviews. Love you guys. Uh, tune in to next week's episode. I'm pretty sure it's going to be me and my cousin Derek. We always have fun together. All right. Peace out, y'all. Bye, Billy. Bye.